Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and Beaches Vacation.com. Tomorrow, you'll hear a full interview with the Imam of Peace, Imam Tawhidi from Australia. One of the things I asked him about was the Imam's view of the death of Jamal Khashoggi. Okay, uh, I, I was going to be talking about, uh, and we will, with Joe Warmington from the Toronto Sun in a couple of minutes, because Joe is going to talk to us about what happened. We all remember what happened to a Toronto Sun photographer who was attacked. But what we wanted to talk about was the, because of, uh, because of uh, Jamal Khashoggi, talk about the challenges that journalists face, because he was a columnist for the Washington Post. And uh, it's becoming a more dangerous world for journalists. The... Um, Committed to protect journalists, as statistically shows 262 journalists were imprisoned as of December the 1st, 2017. 46 journalists were killed in 2017, and the 2018 numbers are being compiled. And uh, there have been cases where journalists have been targeted for assassination. Well, maybe that's the Khashoggi case. I spoke about Mr. Khashoggi with the Imam for Peace. And you'll hear the full interview with this remarkable man tomorrow at this time. And you'll find him on Twitter, at Imam for Peace. And he also is, has a website. He's uh, Imam Muhammad Tawhidi, T-A-W-H-I-D-I. He's in uh, Australia now, lives six months of the year in this country. But I spoke with him about uh, Jamal Khashoggi. And I want to play back for you, just so you get a sense of, of what he's like. And you'll hear, the again, the, the full, full interview tomorrow. And I asked him some very, very sensitive issue questions. He didn't duck one. He didn't play political correctness. He didn't avoid anything. He just bit the question and took it on and answered it. So here's what he said about Jamal Khashoggi. I think, uh, firstly, we need to clarify certain things. Jamal Khashoggi was not uh, the perfect man with the perfect ideology. He did have certain links to fundamentals, and he was at one point an armed man uh, who fought for a cause. Now, he had not been classified as a terrorist, but at the same time, we need to be very careful when speaking about this man. He has a history of being with many questionable groups. However, and this is a big however, Saudi Arabia did not target him because of his affiliations. They targeted him because he was an advisor for their top royal members of the family. He was basically their right-hand man. There is nothing that goes on within the Saudi kingdom and in their castles that he does not know about. He was seen as someone who could possibly threaten Mohammed bin Salman's uh, tr transition into power. 
and he was also very vocal. And what's more important than all of this is that there are hundreds and hundreds of Saudi dissidents and activists, but nobody really gives them the credibility that they have given Jamal Khashoggi. And this is what made them very, uh, they targeted him. He, he made himself, he put himself on the uh, hit list of Saudi Arabia. Now, there is no question whatsoever that Saudi Arabia did this. I know President Trump has a different opinion, but the reality is they did it. 15 men from Mohammed bin Salman's close circle take two private planes, go to another country, in, inside the consulate, kill the guy. Uh, look, it's very, very normal for such things to happen in the Middle East. These things happen literally every week in the Middle East. Literally every week. A week doesn't go by without such an incident where people are being killed and murdered. The only issue is this one, this very incident received uh, media coverage. And it did so because there was a political motive behind it. The left and the Democrats in, in America saw this as a good opportunity to turn it against Trump and to tell him, look, this is your guy who you've been uh, promoting. Look at what he's done. This is basically it. The assassination itself is very normal. This happens every single day in the Middle East. Uh, it's not something the Middle East are surprised by, but it's a good political game to, to promote right now. It's a good story for Turkey, and it's a good story for the left in America. This is why the coverage. It's, it, I condemn it. Uh, just because he has wrong views, it does not mean that he should be killed in such a way. Uh, the execution did not, uh, was not carried out after a court order. It was a murder, an assassination, a well-planned assassination, and uh, in the most uh, horrific ways. So uh, that's a little bit from the Imam for Peace, and I'm going to play another clip in about 30 seconds. just want to tell you that he is a theologian, a Muslim theologian, from a family of theologians. He uh, studied uh, uh, the... Uh, Islamic religion uh, for many years had memorized half the Quran by the time he's nine. And I asked him why he's as outspoken and as challenging of of uh, of Islam and uh, and 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 how, why he thinks it's so necessary for uh, you'll see you'll, you'll hear it. I, I don't want to just sort of babble here about what we did. I want you to hear the interview tomorrow. One of the things that we talked about, oh when you if you go to Imam for peace, you'll see a young woman's face there. She's, the, she's a Christian woman in uh, Pakistan, and she was working on a farm with uh, other women, and she was asked to go and get some water. So she got water. She drank from the cup, uh, which then her Muslim co-workers drank from, and she's now been sentenced to death because she's, she drank from that cup. He'll talk about that. Uh, but we also spoke with uh, the imam about Canada and the Canadian government because she spent six months of the year here. He had a very strong view about Prime Minister Trudeau. Justin Trudeau, with all due respect to Canada, is not someone that is qualified to lead a country. He is not. And we see that through his statements. We see that through his decisions. Uh, a prime minister needs to serve Canada, needs to serve his own people, not the citizens of other countries. This is the problem with Trudeau. And also, you will see that he's not taken seriously 
by any uh, top world leader. You will never find Russia taking Trudeau seriously. Even Mohammed bin Salman, the Saudi crown prince, the moment he surfaced to the public scene, he traveled to the UK, he traveled to America, he introduced himself to everyone that's influencing the world in politics, but he did not visit Trudeau. Then, when Trudeau and his cabinet decided to inquire about human rights, they immediately withdrew their ambassador. These show you that Saudi Arabia, although might not be the best country on earth, but it shows you that world leaders don't really take this man seriously. No one can be taken seriously after giving a, a self-confessed terrorist over $10 million. It is very difficult. Uh, and I say this from within my own capacity. Uh, based on the information we have, this is what happened. We saw Justin Trudeau give a man this amount of money. We've seen him turn his back on veterans. And this is very wrong. The best thing a prime minister can do is to strengthen the intelligence community and serve the military, uh, serve them with the best uh, uh, services possible. Uh, right now, the whole world does not take Justin Trudeau seriously. He is basically seen as an individual who only got there because of his surname, uh, not because of his qualifications or ability to lead. I do not wish to speak too much about Justin Trudeau, but I do believe that there are much better and much qualified uh, politicians in Canada. So, uh, like I said, he pulls his punches. The Imam, Imam of Peace, at Imam of Peace on Twitter, Imam uh, Muhammad Tawhidi. Play the whole interview for you tomorrow. We covered so much territory. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.